Section 7 of Stories for God's Little Ones by Father John Koenig. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Mean Until Dusk had come noiselessly as ever. With dusk came bedtime regularly as ever. And with bedtime came a story bewitching as ever. So it was in the Doodle's house. And as we look into the Doodle's bedroom, we find Daddy Doodle sitting cozily in his storytelling chair with Denny and Dicky Doodle, comfortable in their bed, and their little sister Dolly Doodle on his lap. And, oh yes, a lamp on the table by the window, burning not dimly, not brightly, but just right for a bedtime story. "'What story tonight, Dad?' asked Denny expectantly. "'Angels or fairies or spacemen or what?' "'Angels, angels!' burst out Dicky. And that's not surprising, because Dickie knew angels could do things fairies couldn't think of doing, and could travel faster than spacemen could ever hope to travel. And as every boy and girl who's worth their weight in gold knows, that's every bit true. Our story, began Daddy Doodle, could really be called, The Boy Who Was Mean Until. Until what? burst out Dickie, who as you can see was a regular burster outer. Until the cows come home chirped Dolly, who heard her uncle say that, and wondered if it might be the answer. Until, continued Daddy Doodle, and that's the secret of our story. His name was Geoffrey, which doesn't sound mean at all. He lived with his mother and dad and a baby brother and an older sister in a greenhouse in the middle of the block, which doesn't sound mean either. But mothers along the block all used to say, that Geoffrey has a mean streak in him. And, sorry to say, they were right until... Until what? burst out Dickie. Until the cows come home, chirped Dolly, who thought that that was just the thing to say. Until a certain day in the middle of summer, continued Daddy Doodle. The morning began as usual. Geoffrey awoke, and his mean streak awoke with him. Oh, of course, you couldn't see it, or I, but God and his guardian angel could. That's the way it is with mean streaks, you know. This was the day Geoffrey was about his meanest. Before lunch, he purposely ran over his little brother's foot on his bicycle. No sooner had he done so than the mean streak got wider. Before supper, he yanked his sister's hair till tears came to her eyes, and with that, the mean streak got wider still. Shortly after that, he hit one of his playmates with a sharp stone right on the elbow, and wider and wider went the mean streak. Wider and wider it spread till it had no more space to go. I knew there was going to be trouble, because that night in his prayers, he didn't tell God he was sorry, but laughed to himself and tumbled into bed. I just knew there was going to be trouble, because the mean streak needed more space to spread, and yet all the space there was in Geoffrey now was filled. So what could the mean streak do? The only thing it could do, it made more space for itself. And so, as Geoffrey slept, a bump came out above his left eye, followed by a bump above his right eye, and they grew and grew, and at last the mean streak had room enough, and the bump stood still. Geoffrey was awake but a moment next morning, when he felt the bumps, and he dashed to his mother. But what could his mother do but look worried and give him breakfast and rush him off to the doctor? The doctor carefully examined the bumps. Cautiously he pressed them here and there. But after it all, he still was puzzled, and this was all he could say. There's really no danger, but I can't say what they might be. And what else could any doctor have said? Thus it was that Geoffrey got so mean he got bumpy, with bumps that wouldn't go away. 
That night before falling asleep, Geoffrey was lying in bed thinking to himself, I wonder what these funny old bumps might be. Suddenly a firm voice, which Geoffrey couldn't recognize, but which was the voice of his guardian angel, said, They're meanness bumps. There was a pause. Then the voice continued, and in a serious degree. A moment of quiet followed, for Geoffrey was somewhat startled. Then Geoffrey asked anxiously, How can I make them go away? Begin by telling God you're sorry, came the kindly reply. Another moment of quiet. Geoffrey was busily thinking. Then he asked, And how can I keep them from ever coming back? By not being mean to anyone, quickly came the answer. No moment of quiet this time, for right off Geoffrey blurted out, But that's hard for me. Not if you try to see Jesus in everyone, firmly came the answer. Then all remained quiet. No more questions, no more answers, no more were needed, because Geoffrey was already on his knees telling God he was sorry inside for all his mean actions. The very next morning, Geoffrey, still wearing his meanness bumps, went out to play. During one of the games, a mean feeling came over him, and he was all set to push his playmate through the hedge. But suddenly he remembered the words, Not if you try to see Jesus in everyone. Quickly he pictured Jesus standing there in place of his playmate. That did it, because, as Geoffrey learned, it's not hard to be kind to Jesus. So the push through the hedge never happened. But something else did. Geoffrey's bumps got smaller. That afternoon, Geoffrey came up behind his little brother. He was just about to pinch him on the neck when he remembered, Not if you try to see Jesus and everyone. And so the pinch never came, and the bumps got even smaller. Before supper, Geoffrey could have pulled his sister's hair, but he didn't, and the bumps got ever so small. Now, happy to say, the meanness bumps are all gone, and the mean streak has grown thinner and thinner, and one day may fade completely away. For Geoffrey is trying his best. And that, said Daddy Doodle, is the story of the boy who was mean until... Until the cows come home, chirped Dolly, who had dozed off in between. Oh, no, finished Daddy Doodle, until he learned to see Jesus in every one. And that's a big lesson we're all trying to learn. And I guess to that we all agree. End of Mean Until